Most people don't know what's holding them back, but you do because you listen to me, Sam, your self-care guru and journal junkie. Welcome to Journal Entries, your safe place where you can tune in weekly to get tips, tricks, and journal prompts to uncover your feelings, gain clarity, and make your move. Welcome to today's journal entry. Today, we are going to kind of dig deep and touch on a topic that was really uncomfortable for me when I first went through it. We're going to be talking about what to do in the times or seasons of your life where it's hard to feel joyful or hard to feel grateful, hard to do anything, and you kind of just want to curl up in a ball and nap all day. <laughs> it's literally what I went to my my therapist saying. And it was challenging for me because if you know me or have been following me for a little while, you know that I am a positive person. And it's always come easy for me to think on the bright side and yeah, just just see the positive in every, every scenario, be realistic, yet also excited about all that could happen and all that can come and and seeing the best in everyone. And eventually, I ran into a hard season of life, like we all do or will. And for the first time, though, this hard season made me want to be a hermit. I'm a homebody anyways, but I truly was waking up every day waiting for Griffin's first nap time so that I could go nap. And then he would wake up from his nap and I would be a mom and he would go down for his second nap of the day and I would go down for my second nap of the day. I had no energy, but I almost feel like it was mental energy. I had no mental capacity to do anything other than be a mom and nap. And it and it didn't feel good. If that feels good for you right now, go for it. I still am a napper, so I will never judge anybody for doing that. But for me in that moment, it didn't feel good. And I remember that week I had a therapy appointment and I went in and I said, what do you do when you just don't want to do anything. Like I have the best of intentions. I have a to-do list. I run my own business. So you would think that I would be excited or at least driven to do something that would make me progress in my business. And I wasn't, I was literally just going to the couch and curling up and being on my phone, which sometimes feels like I'm working my business since a lot of my work is on my phone, but I was just scrolling and truly feeling like I was just numb. And my therapist said a couple tips that I really want to share with you because I know that this feeling that I was going through is pretty common and you might be feeling it or you might know someone in your life that was feeling this way. At one point, my sister had come to me and she was just saying things that I know that I was saying in that hard season of my life. And so I gave her these tips. And she said that it did help. So this can be used for you, but also feel free to share this. The first thing that my therapist said is just do something. And if you don't know what to do, make a list. But what I love about this tip is she said, make a list of tiny things, tiny, not your typical list, 
I, I'm a list person. I am currently looking at my desk and I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, 11 sticky notes. <laughs> Some with affirmations, mostly with lists of things to do. But those lists are, th- are full tasks like do the laundry. But a list of tiny things would maybe be put your, the dirty laundry in the wash. And that's all you do. Your laundry might actually smell if you do that. So you probably do want to put that in the dryer, but don't even think about folding it. That's a completely separate item on your list. Or nutrition sometimes is really challenging for me, especially if I'm just not in a good headspace. And that's when I either will skip a meal because I'm just so lazy, or I'll go into the kitchen and grab just whatever is easiest. So instead of on your list saying, have a healthy lunch, maybe on your list, it's just eat an apple, right? Instead of saying, clean the kitchen, clean one counter, not even all the counters, just clean one counter. Maybe it's not cleaning off your full desk, which my desk right now not only has those 11 sticky notes, but also I see a lip gloss. I see a pre-workout stick. I see gift cards, stamps, two photos, some money. Um, If anyone has kids, like babies, they now have these tiny little uh, pads that they put on the baby's skin that's all prickly for when they get a shot so that I think it distracts them. I have one of those, a a bracelet, a candle, (laughs) all the things, right? So I could think like, oh my gosh, there's so much on my desk and it might take a hot minute to clean it. So instead, why don't I just clean up the sticky notes? So I think you get what I'm saying by now, tiny things and just do one. And what I found and what I think you might find is that you will likely want to do something else. Like if you do throw in the laundry into the wash, you will likely want to put it in the dryer. If I clean up these sticky notes, I will likely at least pick up the pens at the same time. So I might not do everything, but it'll get me to do something. And then my personal rule was if I did something, then I could go nap then I could go, you know, scroll or watch Netflix or whatever it was. And half the time I did, I would do the thing and then I would go nap, but I felt less guilty about it because I I at least tried to do something to get myself out of that headspace. But then the other half of the time it did pull me out. And over time, practicing that pulled me out of the rut. So Make a list of tiny things and just do something on that list. Another thing that I did, and this was my brilliant idea that you can take. (laughs) I was, again, thinking of how like I have the best of intentions. I think we all do. And I would wake up every morning and just have no drive or excitement for the day. And my inspiration that I went to bed with, and I was like, tomorrow's going to be the day. Tomorrow I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. I'd wake up and be like, um, maybe after my two naps, I'll see how I feel. So what I decided to do was I created a note in my iPhone and the title is called Inspiration List. And I just went through and thought like, what things inspire me? So this is going to be very personal for you because we're different people. And 
I also think that this list should be updated. I actually haven't updated this in a while and I'm already looking at it and I'm like, yeah, there are a few things that I would add to this and a few things that no longer inspire me, which is okay. So when I created this, my inspiration list, oh, sorry, it's called Sam's Intentional Inspiration List because I wanted to wake up and intentionally choose something that would make me feel inspired. So on my list, just to give you some ideas, first, I have Tony Robbins priming or meditation, YouTube motivational speeches. Literally, I just would open up YouTube and search motivational speeches. <laughs> Those really inspire me. Um, I was a member of the Female Entrepreneur Association at the time. So I wrote down the FEA Masterclass Business videos, listened to a kick-ass podcast was on there. And I even wrote down specific ones that I like to listen to, work out, sip tea and meditate, and then read. And I wrote specific books. At the time, I was reading Think Like a Monk, The Audacity to Be Queen, and Untamed. So those were the things that would inspire me. And since I was really focused on being intentional about it, I would pick one thing that I was going to do the night before. So I knew that when my alarm went off the next day and I woke up, I already knew from that inspiration list what I was going to do, because I knew that if I woke up and just looked at that full list, I would feel overwhelmed because it's kind of a big list. And like, uh, I don't know what I want to do today. Maybe I'll do this or that. And then I just wouldn't end up doing anything. So I would pick something the night before and I would do it the next day. And you guys, this helped me so much. Again, in the beginning, it helped me stay inspired and just feel good until lunchtime. And then I took my afternoon nap. <laughs> and then over time, the more that I did that, I don't even use the list anymore. That's why it's so out of date for me right now, because I got to a point where I was back to waking up intentionally inspired. And that is what I want for you. The last thing that really helps with, they say everything in life, but I think if you are stuck in that season of, what do you want to call it? Blah, right? Of just not wanting to do anything, not feeling inspired is gratitude. And I know a lot of people say to write down gratitude lists. That is, that kind of works for me, but what works especially well is visualization. So what I mean by that is allow yourself just one minute or three minutes, whatever it is that, whatever time you have that you'll actually commit to and pick one memory that brings a smile to your face. And it can be anything. One of my favorite examples, because it brought me so much joy, was when I was living in my hometown many years ago, and then I moved away. But one thing that I did when I was living in my hometown was I would meet up with my mom during lunchtime, and we would go to the farmer's market. And it brought me so much joy to remember that that was something that we did. And so in my visualization, I would just picture myself, sometimes I would walk there. So I'd picture myself walking to the farmer's market and then looking for my mom's gold mini Cooper and then seeing her come out and then meeting up with her and sorting through the vegetables. Such a simple activity that now that I'm back living in my hometown, it's something that I take for granted because I was actually thinking of this a couple of days ago about how 
valuable that memory is for me and how it's something that I am just able to do now whenever I want. And so when you think of these moments of gratitude, I think that a lot of people jump to the big things, right? Maybe it was the day that you got married or the day that your child or children were born or some vacation that you took. But I want to challenge you to think of the small moments that made you happy, that brought a smile to your face. Another memory that I like to use for my gratitude visualizations is one that popped up out of nowhere because I was I sit and just kind of allow myself to think of a memory. And in that space, something that came to me was me in my parents' living room. And I was standing with my back to their fireplace, which was on and burning and like getting super toasty. And my whole family, so my two sisters and parents were sitting in the living room just talking. And the memory that I have, I wasn't a part of the conversation. I was just looking at this scene. And it just makes me so fulfilled and happy to like see us together and to have that memory. So Think of the smaller things too. And it might not come to you right away there. I don't even know why that popped in my head. I never would have thought of that on my own. So just allow yourself the time to, for things to pop in your head and just run with it. Cause some other times it's definitely a vacation that I think about when I went to the Maldives, that's super amazing. And so once you have that memory, just relive it, relive all of the tiny parts of it, relive how it made you feel. And when you come out of the visualization, when you're all done, you're going to feel those feels again. You're going to feel so good. And it'll carry you eventually through the rest of your day. At the beginning, it might just be a minute or an hour, but eventually you're going to be able to sustain that the more that you do it. And you can also do that like multiple times a day, twice a day, once in the morning, once in the afternoon, whatever works for you. I'm excited for you guys to try that. Because once you do and you feel it, you're like, why haven't I been doing this my whole life? (laughs) So I hope that you are not in a hard season of your life, but I know that eventually we all are and we all cope with it in different ways. For me, it is definitely napping and just, you know, hiding from my emotions and hiding from all of the things and journaling does help, but Journaling also brings up so many emotions that when I was in the hard season, I didn't want to deal with them. I wasn't ready to cope with them. So I just wanted to shut them out. So I I hope that today you were able to get a few tips that you can actually try today or the next time that you need them that will help you slowly but surely get back to a positive headspace. Joy and living joyfully is a practice. And it needs to be intentional before it becomes something that you automatically do, that your brain automatically goes to. I hope you found value in this and have a wonderful rest of your day. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's journal entry. I love connecting with my listeners. So make sure you screenshot this episode and tag me on Instagram at samantha.s.says so I know you're listening. And don't forget to grab your free training and journal prompts at www.samanthapenkoff.com forward slash podcast.